Hello, my name is Paula Siskanik, and I'm the host of the Catholic Homeschool Community. I'm a wife and a mom of seven grown children, and I've homeschooled my kids for over 25 years. Well, here we are in the middle of Christmas preparations, and the new year is looming fast, so I'm going to be quick this time. You know, about this time of year, the struggle, it's real, isn't it? Do you ever feel as though you're not doing enough for your homeschool kiddos or you're not sure if what you're currently doing is the right thing? Do you end up asking yourself, am I ruining my kids for life and am I setting them up for failure? You know, this time of year, which I call the struggle is real, is rife with second guessing, dwelling on what never got done so far this year or what still needs to be done. Let's couple that with a sprinkle of doubts and uncertainty and you have a recipe for disappointment and overwhelm. <laughs> Dear homeschool mom or dad, this would happen to me every single year, both in the early years as well as in my veteran homeschool days. Why? Well, we take our role as parent, as the primary teacher, very seriously. We constantly give ourselves a non-stop performance review in our heads. In other words, we let this like really critical boss tell us we're not doing enough, that we could be doing more, and that the kids would be better off in a different situation. Yes, even when our hearts are saying homeschooling is the best education for our precious children. So here are my top tips that I used to get that pesky finger-pointing boss out of my head and to begin following my heart. Tip number one here is love always wins. Yep, Jesus is the source of love. Replace that critical self-made boss immediately with the image of our Lord Jesus. Visualize him and most importantly, stop whatever you're doing and be present in his love. When you can, go to adoration, even for a quick visit. It literally changes everything. When I homeschooled all my seven children, I could not always get to daily mass or adoration, so I made a spiritual communion, a desire in my heart to be one with him. Vinnie Flynn, in his book, The Seven Secrets of the Eucharist, in the last chapter, talks so beautifully about... Um, about this tremendous, beautiful gift, the gift of spiritual communion. He says, you know, Jesus is always available. Or perhaps you can even spend just a few minutes in perpetual adoration through adoration streaming. Yes, even technology helps us. And the link is in the blog post. I offer that at catholichomeschool.online is where you'll see this blog post and many of the links that I'll be talking about. Tip number two is make a list. Writing things down always, always brings clarity, period, end of sentence. I know that it's so tempting to just let those self-defeating thoughts roll around in your head. Better yet, it's super tempting to call a friend and complain. Now, don't get me wrong. It is still a good thing to vent your frustrations, to get that struggle out of your head. But writing down all those thoughts truly helps to put clarity into the big picture. If you think you did not do enough this year, give yourself 15 minutes to brainstorm and put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. Then choose only 
three top things you think you can reasonably do. These should be lined up with that one area of growth you want to see in your child. That one area of growth is one of my keys for curing mommy overwhelm. And I have a handout at catholichomeschool.online or it's also going to be in the community where I put catholichomeschoolcommunity.com is the place where I also have copies of this blog and these handouts. So forget the past. It's done and over with. Just move forward. Make a list. And even better if you pour yourself a drink and have a snack too. Number three is get on the no train. Yep. Say no to more stuff. Guilt plays into our unrealistic expectations, especially at the end of year when we have celebrations and schoolwork and household and activities just pare it down. You might be tempted to add in more new stuff because, well, we're all experiencing the stress of the holidays. But if you do add one thing to your schedule, please take one away. And last but not least, plan a celebration. Now, I know you'll be celebrating during the holidays, but this is what I'm talking about. You are amazing and you serve your family with your whole heart and soul. Please remember that. There's no doubt that even though you may feel homeschooling came up short, there is without a doubt some wins. Did one of your children learn to read? Was there a sacrament received by one of your children? Did you learn more about one of your children's interests and strength? Celebrate the good stuff that happened this this year. There's just so much more to homeschooling than accomplishing the academic achievements. It truly is about forming the people in our care in an environment of love and truth. Now, that's something to really celebrate. And also, I did get a tip from a fellow homeschooler. She suggests that you involve your children you know, one-on-one to see what they thought their wins were and what they wish they had gotten done, what they want to do for the next semester. It's a good time to listen and reflect. And it's perfect for these final days of Advent. Remember, if you visit the blog, catholichomeschool.online, there are two free fun sheets. I do a year review writing prompt that helps you. And another one is my sheet, That is the one goal per child per year. Great little handouts, perfect for this time of year. Now it's your turn. What do you do at the end of the year to finish up on the upswing? Please comment and share. I'd love to hear your suggestions and so would your fellow Catholic homeschoolers. And may you have a blessed and holy Christmas and may God bless you abundantly.